Hello, Jay here. If I could ask, could you give us a little five-star rate in Apple Podcasts? Go on, please. It won't take long. You can just do it now. That'd be lovely. And share the podcast. Tell your friends. Appreciate it. And on today's show, we're talking to the super awesome, super beautiful hip-hop gangster, Summer. Originally from Chiang Mai, Thailand, Summer arrived in Phuket five years ago. From dancing in Korea, joining a hip-hop crew in Bangkok, performing in worldwide competitions in Las Vegas, Summer's journey to Phuket has been amazing and is still growing with Somerset Lounge. Summer was one of the inspirations behind the Jada Shark and Friends and Russell podcast and it's only taken 114 episodes to get her on. Summer is an awesome person. Super, super beautiful inside and out. A true inspiration for me and just an all-round super cool person. And she's a hip-hop gangster. Word. Mmm. Real life. East side. West side. Kick it. Drums, please. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the podcast. Are you ready for this bit? You, this is, you need to be ready now. Okay, okay I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed. It's, I'm a little bit embarrassed about doing this now. I had this all lined up this morning. Do you not feel you should have run this past me first? Yes, but I haven't. You don't want to do this off air quickly. I mean, this is your last chance. If this goes south, it's... I'm not sure if I can remember it all though. That's the problem. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it now. Oh, come on. You've built up so much. Have I really? You have, yes. Can you just give me two minutes then? Can you just talk to our guests? But don't I can't, I can't. Oh, you can't, because I need to introduce. Yes. Okay. Here it is, a groove slightly transformed, just a bit of a break from the norm, just a little sight to break the monotony of all the hardcore dance that's got to be a little bit out of control. It's cool to dance, but what about a tune to smooth the mood romance? Give me a soft, subtle mix, and if it ain't broke, then don't try to fix it. That's what you were supposed to say, don't try to fix it. Right. And think of the summers of the past, adjust the bass and let the Alpine blast, hop in my CD and let me run around and put your car on cruise because it's summertime! <laughs> gotcha! <sighs> summer. Russell, Summer. Summer, Russell. How you doing, Summer? Very good, Casuadita. Mm-hmm. Jay's just not normal. Why? <laughs> Why? That's a, that's a whole other question. <laughs> I thought that was the best instruction I've ever done. If you'd sung it. Have you seen that thought I've got? Yeah. Oh my God. No, I kind of clocked where you were going with that and I thought I'd let you run with it. That was brilliant. Well done. If you'd sung it, it would have been more impressive. Uh, yeah. I, anyway, Summer. <laughs> yes, Carl. Thank, thank you very much for being on our little podcast. My pleasure, Carl. You're very polite. You don't have to be all so That's going to change. Yeah, that'll change. We'll, 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 get, <laughs> we'll get you to calm down soon. Um, how long have you been in Phuket for? Five years now. Okay. And what was it that brought you to Phuket? Actually, we start with opening a dance studio in Phuket because we got a really good opportunity here five years ago. So, you're Thai. Where yes. were you born? I'm from Chiang Mai. Ha, and, oh, nice. Uh, after Russell the... likes Chiang Mai. Oh. Well, I just like the fact that it's, in the evenings in particular, it's cool. 
It's, it's as simple it. as that, yeah. Just like this. Okay. Better climate. You grew up, born in Chiang Mai, grew up in Chiang Mai. Yes, all the way until I graduated. Okay. And then I moved to Bangkok for work. Okay, so let's go back to the Chiang Mai. What was it like growing up in Chiang Mai? Actually, it's all about weather. <laughs> like, weather is so nice and people are nice, like good food. Local people are really generous and kind. Yeah. It's a much calmer, more relaxed kind of vibe in Chiang Mai. Yes, Kang, yes. Okay, I guess in Phuket's a bit of a bubble. But like even you know, compared to like Bangkok, it's a big city. Oh, no, I love Phuket too. <laughs> you know, Phuket's, Phuket's cool, I'm not knocking it, but just yeah. by comparison, you know, Bangkok's a big city, it's always going to mm-hmm. be vibrant and lively. Mm-hmm. Phuket's got its uh, its charms for sure, but Chiang Mai mm-hmm. just, I mean, Chiang Mai's huge. Mm-hmm. Yes, right? actually. Yeah, but also it's it's pretty chilled and pretty relaxed and very survive, survive. Well, let's survive. Ask, let's ask Summer. Um, so I should explain. So you're a dancer, yes, and, and, and many other things. But dancing is kind of um, it's my thing. Is your thing? Yes. When did you first get into dancing? When was the first time? At, and what age did you? And what was the moment you went? Do you know what? That's what I want to do. Actually, uh, I start. I started dancing when I was young. young. I always loved dancing, but just never take a real class before. And then I started to get serious when I was about 13. First competition, yeah. Thir- competition at 13? Yes. But before that you were just dancing for fun? or Yes, for fun with friends and do some shows for schools, things and like that. And what sort of dancing were you into at 13? Hip hop car. There we go. Start from <laughs> hip hop all the way. Back to a halftime show. Yeah, this is why I love Summer so much. Right? Summer's absolutely, she's gorgeous, she's beautiful, but then all of a sudden you'll see there's another side to Summer Russell which you haven't seen, which is the hip hop gangster side, which I really like. There's two sides on. Kokun ka. Oh, you're welcome. Um, so at 13, you did just you started, and that was dancing competition for. Oh, it's just a normal competition, and I just keep doing it for a long time. Yeah. And at thirteen, like, sorry, like local level, national competition was in you know, how? In the end, yes, we we did the one in Las Vegas. Oh, shut the front door! <laughs> <laughs> it's not very local to Chiang Mai. It's like you know, local schools get together. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Yeah, let's let's build up to the, the Las Vegas stuff. <laughs> so at thirteen was your first dance competition, doing your, your hippity hop 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 stuff. Yes. And at that age, at 13, doing that, is that when you knew you wanted to dance was what you wanted to do? No. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't want to, to dance so much back then, but then like, I started to like it more and more when I have more experience. And then now I can't stop. <laughs> Just at that point, at that little crossroad, what did you want to do? Or where, I mean, at a young age, we all have sort of, you know, hopes and dreams and aspirations of thoughts of what we might do. What, what was yeah. Where did you perhaps think you were going to go? Because actually my first job when I was 15, I was teaching some um, schools in Chiang Mai for, for school shows. And then that's when I thought about, hmm, it must be nice if I can open a dance studio and then I can teach a lot of my students and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Ha. And that was at 15. That's why I love summer so <laughs> So then... Your family were they supportive of you doing your dancing? You can have a you can say, well, well, we should. Oh, it's all right. Someone's rocked up. This is our first guest that's rocked up properly, having a, a good time. Yeah, yeah. Bless. We should do this more. You know? We definitely should. 
were your family supportive of the dancing? No, actually no. Yeah. I, I sneak out all the time to, to learn dance or practice with friends, but yeah. Do you In the brothers, end, they know. Do you have brothers and sisters? Yes, I do have uh, one brother, older oh, brother. Okay. And what was he doing? He was a singer before. Oh, wow, okay. Yes, wow. so, so entertainment as well. Saika. Just out of interest, but, and is he still a singer now? No, okay. now he's doing food, like other stuff. Okay. So, and, but at that younger age, when he was sort of pursuing his singing um, say career, for a better term, were your family, were your parents supportive of him doing it, or? Uh, uh, back then, he was like already be a singer, like a real singer, and have a lot of fans. Okay. So, uh, family started to accept more and more, and and right. support in the end. But when you came along and said, "I want to be a dancer," that was more of a problem. <laughs> well, uh, they said, as long as I do with my own money, it's all right. <laughs> So it's fine. Fair enough. Okay. Can't, so you can't argue with that. So you had the dream of opening a studio at 15. So what are the steps between... Uh, you went to university in Chiang Mai. Yes, and so Chiang Mai. What did, and what did you study? Uh, communication arts. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Communication Co- arts. Uh, communication oh, arts. Alright, thank you. Right. <laughs> I, I didn't study that, obviously. <laughs> What's communication arts? It's all about entertainment. So what my major is everything. Like <coughs> uh, advertising, um, Filming, yeah. That's a cool course. Yeah, I'd like to have done that. And so, what was? And at that time, you were still. Were you dancing in a troupe, in a team? What had I don't know, or a hip hop crew? I should should say. Sorry, were you with a crew? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, uh, before that, I was working in entertainment in Bangkok for a long time, and uh, I experienced everything, and then I went out uh, to learn dance like in Korea and then in LA and then when I come back that's when I got a team right okay yeah. so okay so let's, let's oh God, this is gonna be ready for this one Russ let's break this down <laughs> so Chiang Mai Bangkok. dancing then after Chiang, did, you did university in Chiang Mai yes university in Chiang Mai finished there yes went to Bangkok yes to do more da- just many things like concert advertisement like behind the scene in front of the scene backstage dancing. dancing as well okay and then from bangkok you went to korea korea first and what how actually that before okay. that okay. before okay. that i work overseas as well as a choreographer like in singapore i bring some um artists from bangkok to have a mini concert in singapore um, I choreograph um, some shows for singers in Malaysia and And this is before places. you went to Korea? Before I went to Korea. Right, I'm trying so to get this. that to save up all the money to, to go. Yeah. How was it for, had you traveled before you went to Singapore? So Singapore was your first trip overseas. Yes, yes. How was that for a young Thai dancer going to Singapore? I guess it's not too much of a a massive difference but I'm, I mean I really like traveling I travel a lot and then uh, when I go to other country like like Singapore I feel like feel so alive because it's new new people new environment new culture new everything I love yeah. it yeah cool what was the what was the drive to go to Korea because I want to really get serious and train a lot and I asked all my friends that where they can train people like so hard and then they said, 
Korea is the place. So that's why I went there. That's interesting. Well, I imagine there's a huge... There's um, a huge sort of K-pop yeah. movement there, right? But So that, that if you've got people doing K-pop, they need to dance. And I guess, yeah. you know, they're driven. Everyone, there was a lot of crews. Because mm-hmm. where, where I grew up, we didn't have many... We didn't have hip-hop crews mm. where I grew up. I and mean, we had break dancing, yep. which is slightly different. But before I want to go to the Korea thing, a lot of young ladies, when they learn to dance, they're going to go and do ballet, and they're going to go modern, they're going to do tap. Mm-hmm. Did you go through all that as well? No, <laughs> but the so, thing is... Uh, to hell with the classics. Yeah. <laughs> I love classic. I always want to learn. But then when I work in Bangkok, I have a chance to, you know, uh, to dance those style without learning but just make a show and sort of just pretend it. to be one of them, kind of like that. Can't imagine you as a ballerina. <laughs> <laughs> it's not with those boots anyway. Not with the boots, no. And never amazing. ballet, but maybe jazz or street jazz. Yeah. But you was, you was obviously into hip-hop as a growing up from the music point of view as well. Yes, so that's always the, hip-hop. Okay. Uh, we're at Korea now, just so we've yeah, got, yeah, yeah. just on the timeline. And in Korea, you're learning about sort of dance styles and sort of being trained in... Mm-hmm. A, how to perform and how to dance to be you know front of the show is that correct no just training how to you know get better at myself in, yes in, in the dance realm yes okay and what was again what was your at this stage what was your purpose what was your drive what were you thinking was going to come next because i think everywhere i go i will have good experience and also a lot of opportunity for what I want to be and what I want to achieve. So when I went to Korea, I was just going to go there and train myself. But in the end, I, I have a lot of good friends that they are already in entertainment and then I know about it more and more. And yes, so I love it. Were you speaking English at that point? Were you, how was your English? Uh, oh, sorry, I should say Obviously, not so Kore- good. How is it Korean? <laughs> so how are you communicating? Because obviously with the Koreans and the... And Actually, body language. Hell yeah, <laughs> <Because baby. laughs> That's what it's all about. When you go to eat in a restaurant and all um, auntie and uncle, they, they say and they can't speak English yeah. at all. So when I want to mm. order like pork noodle, I just like have to, you know, <laughs> act Honestly, body language. <laughs> For the listener there, that's oh, the that's best brilliant. peak impression I've ever seen. That's oh, brilliant. That's how you get it. nose up and yeah. go. There you go, pig. Got it straight away. I've never been to Korea. Did you? How long were you there for? Four months, five months. And how? What did you enjoy Korea? A lot. Didn't want to come back actually. <laughs> oh, okay. Mm. No, I've never been either. No. no. I'm, not, I'm assuming South Korea because there's no way you unless you're yeah, dancing so with Kim Jong Neil, up whatever his name is, up there <laughs> doing a bit of hippity hop with him. <laughs> Just, just upset North Korea now. So after the South Korea, and at this time you were still just dancing for yourself and you were doing a bit of choreography. Yes. The dream of, of the studio was still there. Still and there's still there. that burning dream to set up yes. the studio. And at that stage, were you planning the studio and did you know where to have it or you still just wanted to get better as a personal dancer? I still want to get better and also I want to uh, work more so I can have more money to whatever I want after. Yeah. Yeah. So where do you go after Korea? Uh, after Korea, I come back to work more and then save up money and then go to LA. Now, LA, yes. that's a huge step. Once. So how old were you then? Uh, 23. Because that's young to go 
to a crazy so what, place. I'm going to pack a bag and go to LA. Yes. And did you have any connections there, or no? Just I'm going to I LA because that's the place I'm going to go. Everything where I'm going to learn, where I'm going to go, where I'm going to stay, just like find information but, but, but and then why go. Why LA? What was it about Los Angeles that you went? Do you know what? Yeah, that's where I'm going to go. That's I've never heard of LA being the core hip hop dance scene. So why why LA? Because LA is the best to dance. It's like it's like um, you will never have the same feeling in any other place except LA when you dance with a lot of really good dancers around you, and that really give you energy and have to like push you to to the point faster. Yeah. And are there just so you just go and dance? Is there street crews that are just dancing and you just kind of all go and hang out or? Actually, because uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a hip hop. I never did break dancing, and the only dancing. I took a break from dancing. Did you what? 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 I took a break from dancing. What? Oh, no, don't listen to him. Don't listen to him. Now, obviously, as a trained dancer as myself, yeah. which I'm not very good at. Um, but but how's it work? I mean, what were you? I don't understand the culture of it all. So you were you all just hanging out, and just someone would bring a stereo and just play, and you will just dance or? So in LA, they have um, the best dance school, uh, dance studio uh, all over the world. So everyone that want to serious about dance, they will go there and train. Uh, in one school, they have so many classes, so many styles, so many like things for you to choose and to learn with. And then, uh, so when I went there, I, I bought a, a limited card of three places. I just run around every day. And you just join different classes and just yes. go and just okay. choose, see the time, plan the time, and then I go for this class, and then I move to this studio to have another class, something like that. And how long were you in LA for? Three months. Okay, and just there—that's all I'm just there to dance do, just to learn. all day, every day. And what would you do? Were there dance clubs in the evening you'd go to, or back then? It was the first time in LA for me, so I don't really, I don't go out at all because my purpose is very clear that I want to learn, and then finish everything and then go back again, save more money. <laughs> yeah. Do it all again, right? <laughs> so you've studied in Chiang Mai, in Bangkok, in Korea, now LA, and then you came back to Thailand. Yes, and then when the point that I come back to Thailand. Um, there's a message from a really good crew from Thailand message me that they want one more um, team, one more person in oh, the team. So you got so the, the crew would look for new people to add to their team. Yes, one more. And they heard about summertime and went, damn, <laughs> boom, let's get the hip hop gangster in. Actually, um, it was really like out of nowhere because. You know, like I took my class and I see this girl for three months. And then when I'm about to go back, I was just like washing my hands and then she just like say hi to me like, hi, hello, how are you, where are you from? And I said, I'm from Thailand. And she's like, what? <laughs> I'm from Thailand too. And I'm like, huh? And then she's like, you know, um, because she's half, she's half Thai and she's going back to Hat Yai to join the crew. And then I'm like, oh, you have a crew in Hat Yai, that's, that's amazing. I, I like to have a crew too, or something like that. Just talk to, talk to her roughly. And then that night, um, the crew leader messaged me on Facebook, like, um, I know you, and then would you like to join the crew? And that's when I said, yes, 
right after I go back, I just join your crew. And this is a crew in Bangkok, yeah? In Hat Yai. When, oh, you, say, when you say crew, how many people are you talking about? Uh, nine people. Okay. Do you not know the So Solid crew? <laughs> 21 <laughs> seconds to go, baby. It's the only song I know that they yeah. did, really. Yeah, my, my hip-hop's not good, apart from the halftime show at the Super Bowl, Russell, which you haven't seen. Which, which, you, haven't should, seen. which you should see. When you join the crew, what does that mean? Um, it's a crew for You're in the gang, competition. Baby. It's a crew but, for a competition. Oh, it's a okay. So it's a competition mm. crew, and now like um like a Thailand competition is coming up. Yes. Okay. So mm. these competitions happen at a national level. So you would the crew would invite you, and then you would sit there. Well, not sit there because that's if you're sitting there, it's rubbish dancing, isn't it? Yeah. Really? So you'll be learning a set routine, mm -hmm. ready for the competition. Yes. What's a competition like? Because hip hop has. I'm guessing it's competitive. Yeah, well, but hip hop has the thing of gangsters, you know, you know, it's a very much a, an aggressive. Careful. Yeah, I was just <laughs> being careful. But it's an aggressive kind of thing. Is is the crews? Do they have a big kind of? Is, is there gang warfare in hip hop dance crews, or are everyone friendly? <laughs> have I not? Oh, that's a terrible question. Yeah. <laughs> Do you see what I'm trying to say? Actually, yes no. you know, even though... If, How do you stylize it? Even though you don't know each other, but you take the same class, you, you stand right beside each other, you become friends very easy. Because dancer is... We communicate not only by words, you know, and also like, yeah, everyone is, is really humble and, and nice, like in this kind of environment. Oh, yeah? I don't want everyone to, I want it to be like karate <laughs> kind of thing where you've got. We kill each other. Yeah, they're different and you have proper battle offs and then you kind of. Have, have you watched Cobra Kai? Uh, no, I haven't watched Cobra Kai. Has it got anything to do with hip hop dancing? No. No. Do you ever have, because you see on the TV where they have battles, like hip hop mm. battles, do you, how does a competition work? Is it like that where you're battling each other or is it a judge's? So it's like uh, in, in the competition, they have a division, they have like battle division, they have crew division. So um, if you like, if you are a freestyle dancer, you'll be, do, you'll be doing battle. It's, um, it can be like one-on-one -on -one freestyle with hip hop, or it can be locking battle, it can be a b-boy battle, it can be a many battle. Yeah. B-boy is more the break dance, you know? Yeah, it's break dance. Yeah. Which do you prefer? The one-on-one? -on -one? Russell or Jay? <laughs> <laughs> you better say the right answer here. You better say the right answer. The thing is, I'm, I am not a freestyle dancer. I, I never battle before. I just compete with the crew only like for a long time. I like that. Having your, having your peeps around you. <laughs> when you're in your crew, is there a... Is, is one of you the choreographer or is it kind of a everyone puts their input in? Actually, the crew leader is the main one who make a choreography and uh, we work together as well. We fix something, we change something together, yes. Some because you're, ideas a, from everyone. you're a strong-willed person. <laughs> and I, trust me, I know some are quite well. So you are very strong-willed. Did you find it difficult when you joined the first crew that the crew leader was telling you and because you'd obviously you'd been to Korea and LA and you had done choreography before. Did you find it frustrating you weren't the crew leader? Or were no, you quite happy? Actually, actually I already um, have a, I already decide that when I go there, I will be just a plain white cloth and just like come, whatever. So I listen to him everything. 
Yes. So how long were you dancing? Oh, d- sorry, before I just do that. The competitions. Sorry, yeah, yeah. So how many competitions did you do? Oh, there are so many. Okay. <laughs> so, so, okay. What, okay, so what kind of level? We talked national level mm-hmm. and you said that you also had competitions overseas as yes. well. So I'm assuming you won the national ones. So, so actually, uh, the one that I, when I was, uh, when I came back from LA and I joined the crew, the one that we compete is called Hip Hop International. So this, um, this is one of the biggest um, competition in the world. Well, Russell knows about it. That every country will compete. The whole, um, the whole country will compete, and only first, second, and third place can join the final round in US. Yes. So we we did for the first year, and we got third place of Thailand, and then we went to at, uh, Las Vegas to compete the final round. But is that a final round with just the three crews or three? The- Three from every other country. One hundred seventy-seven yeah. so countries, countries all over the yeah. world. Wow! The top three of each. Top three, and we compete new, new, completely new, and okay. compete together. When you've done, you, so you've won the national, or you came third in the nationals, and then you go over to uh, Las Vegas, uh, party capital of the world, baby. <laughs> did you change your dance, or did you keep the same dance routine? Actually, we prepare prepare um, two shows because it's gonna be the first round. It's gonna be a semi-final. Then it's gonna be a final round. So we prepare some tricks that we can change and costume as well. How much latitude do you have in terms of what you can do with the show? So obviously, there's there's you guys. There's your costume changes, the movements that you can do. But in terms of sort of external props are you allowed to bring other things in no because of this competition the rules it's is very just, very strict just you and what you wear and that's it that's and it. the music right? that's it no lighting no fireworks no no, no, no outside no props. props to sort of make yes. a story out it's of it it's only skill and, and cool. the show yes. okay so how did you get on in las vegas number 29th of the world wow well, that's just rubbish i mean that's it's a 28th lo- loser in my 28th opinion. loser how was your last <laughs> dance where did you come ross actually the final round is only 30 they take only 30 crew in and we, and we got 29 yeah and we're cool. like oh to, to be honest, oh, if, if i made it to the final 30 that's that's it i just i don't want to finish last <laughs> one of the, right? but you are the top you're one of the top 30 30 dance crews in the world top 29 baby that's that much that's that, amazing that's an amazing achievement <laughs> but it isn't and, and just sorry when was this i'm sorry when was this when was what this year? uh 2013. okay what were you doing in 2013 were you the top 30th in the world hip-hop crew no <laughs> probably i'm seeing a wedding somewhere He's probably DJing at the same wedding, yes. getting pissed off that you did 10 minutes work, so the stupid joke about Facebook, and then left. Yeah. And I'll be there. You need to get over that. No, I'm, no, I'm never going to get over that, That's Russell. True. He played that song, you know, the one that goes, love. Fuck off, twat. Um, <laughs> pretty stone roses. <laughs> <laughs> so you did your, your hip-hop crew, did Las Vegas. Smashed it. Smashed it, amazingly. Came back to Thailand. When did the studio kick off? And then actually we keep competing HHI for another two years. Was it, sorry, and I should have said this, is there prize money involved? Because it must cost a lot. Did you have to pay to go to Las Vegas? 
Yes, but we are lucky that we have a lot of support. Okay. Yes. Okay. So then you did a couple of other competitions with the same crew. Mm-hmm. Okay. Taiwan. In national or international? Uh, well, we didn't go to uh, international, but um, after that two years, we we got uh, second place and then second place again. In the nationals? Um, no, just um, in Thailand. Okay. But we didn't go to to uh, Las Vegas. Right. Okay. Yeah. And how often are you practicing? At this time. Okay, let's say if we're gonna do one uh, competition, competition, we're gonna do one month practice together. Every day. Every day. And how long would you be dancing for? Three, four hours. <laughs> and how long is the show? Two minutes. Wow. Yeah, fair enough. No, that's, that's the way it works, right? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just tired. I saw how tired you look. Yeah. Like, I feel like that, right? Yeah, I feel just, tired. Just pull the hamstring it. thinking and about. And just now, you talk about the price and everything, right? It's never about that. Um, you know, no, whatever you will get from the price, it. It never worth whatever you put all the effort in in, but because we love it, that's why we do it, and we want it, that's why we compete. Yeah, no, that makes sense. You yeah, know, that's that. why I don't do triathlons. <laughs> exactly, exactly that reason. <laughs> so you did a couple of years with the crew, and then it was time to say, right, I need to do something now. So after that, our crew got famous. So some of Can I, sorry, um, what was the crew called? Does it have a name? South Times. Oh, okay. Hence why the name of the... All right, there we go. <laughs> yes. So we have... Uh, actually, we have studio as well in Hat Yai. And then um, Phuket. Some some people in Phuket asked us to go there to teach them and train all the students to go for the competition. Mm-hmm. Another competition, like a lot. So we, we go back and forth all the time. Hat Yai Phuket, Hat Yai Phuket to teach and then go back. But then... At one point, uh, a studio in Phuket is closing down, and all the parents asked us like, "Oh, and then where um, my kids gonna learn from? Like, you know, like, can we open a studio for you?" Blah blah blah. But then in the end, we just like talk to each other and okay, let's just do it by ourselves. So we come to Phuket. Yeah. Cool. Where did the name South Times come from? Uh, it's original. Um, a crew name from uh, a crew in Hat Yai called South Times. But why was it called South Times? Uh, well, because I come last, so I don't know why it's called South oh, Times. But it's like it's like a time for people from the south, something like that. Fair because enough. we are from the south. Yeah. yeah. Coming last is always a good thing. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Um, what year did you open the studio? Because the studio you still got here, which is at Limelight Avenue, yes, on the top top floor. Yes, that Phuket floor. Town. Phuket Town, yes. Um, yeah, it's just opposite. To, it's on Talang Road, isn't it? Limelight. Is it Talang Road, or is it the one before? No, it's, Talang, the, it's the one before. Well, Should we start the person that actually has the studio? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Limelight Avenue, Phuket Town, South Times Studio. When did you open that? What year? Like uh, five years ago, oh, wow. like. Uh, oh, so that was it. So, yeah. so yes. that's what brought you here. Was you yes. opening that? Did you have a question? You were just tapping the chair. No, I'm just, I'm sorry, I'm just moving to get more comfortable. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. You want to do dancing, mate? You get well, stretched hey, out. You know what I mean? Nobody needs to see that. Um, <laughs> when you open the studio, obviously you're not only going to teach hip hop. So no. was the plan also to teach other stuff as well? So um, we we are lucky that we have um, a teacher from Philippines that she teaches classical. 
she's so good at classical, so we combine street and classical together so we can provide everything. Yeah. And at the moment, are you focusing more on teaching rather than sort of performing yourself? Um, You've not I, seen Summer at Catch, have you, every weekend? Wearing <laughs> nothing more than a skinny bikini. Nowadays, I still dance, but not so much. Uh, I, I put all my, you know, power to other stuff more than teaching now. But I always love to teach. Right. Like I have private classes, and now our studio, our studio has uh, fifteen staff, so it can you know run nicely. Yeah. Yes, Kat. Sweet. Before we get on to, because um, I met Summer through when I was working for uh, a villa company, and at the time someone was doing modelling as well, hence why the reference to the skimpy bikinis. Um, and that's how I got to know Summer, because she modelled for a couple of the projects that we were on. <laughs> and then I went to, I did some, oh, hello, turn your phone off, Jay. Um, at the studio at the moment and in the last couple of years are you training crews as well to dance because i know that some of your teams have gone for competitions yes actually we have been training our students all the time every year and we send out every competition that we can so yes we train people all the time but they always hip-hop competitions hip-hop too okay. huh? but not as big like uh, it can be like to be number one now that they they do hip-hop more or like um Yes, so many ha. It's just are you, different. Are you training them as? Are you training the individuals, or are you training the crew as a whole? And therefore, are you are you are you the choreographer? Are you saying right, this is what we're going to do, so everything comes from you, or are you just training them as individuals to be the best as an individual? So it's like if uh, if you want to do a competition, you have to get ready. So when you get ready, means you have to train a lot. Mm-hmm. Train a lot means you do foundation again and again and again, um, practice all the tricks, all the skills, and, and then when we combine the show together, then they practice only that for a while, then they go. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. And do you, do you prefer that side of things, that being the one putting it all together? Or would you prefer to be the one doing it, the one in, in the show? Whenever I have chance, if I if you I can, I will be whatever. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy both cat. Yeah, no, I get that. <laughs> so here's a here's a story of, of, of summer and I. So and is this podcastable? Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 no, no. <laughs> of course it is. Big announcement. When there was one video shoot that summer and I did together for um, Elite Havens, let's name them. And then we had dinner afterwards. And afterwards, we were having a chat about it. And someone was telling me this story about her, the dream and the passion that she had to build a studio and open a studio. And I grabbed that. And I, at that time, I was going through a bad time. And it was just before, don't yawn when I'm talking to you. It was just before the live show. In fact, this is where the live show comes in. So I was... Um, ah, gotcha. See, now, now, now you see where this is coming. Yes. yes okay. So... It's only taken a few years, but it's just come full yeah, circle. Thank you very much. So I was, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Depressed. Uh, huh? Depressed. I was depressed at the time, yes. But lost. No, no, hold on. Don't do this to me because I'm trying to think that I'm trying to be really respectful and nice about Summer. Summer. Amazing. Well, she is amazing. And I'm it really, 
inspired this is the word I'm looking for and you've just ruined this whole moment it's a bit like me <laughs> rapping at the start <laughs> like we do that Summer really inspired me with her passion about right now I'm going to go and open this school I'm going to do everything I can to go and do it and I'm going to do it you know and she had a dream and she went through all the steps to get to that dream of opening the studio and we was having this conversation over um, Mugrob everyone loves Mugrob and it really inspired me to you know to, to find and try to do something new and to find a passion and to do what I want to do and from that we then started the live well that's when we first did the live show us because I went and did dancing with Summer's team at South Times at the studio however I was shit I just just said before we get to and can I tell you why I was no, shit no no no, okay. no 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 Summer how was Jay? Summer wasn't there. He was so cool. I never see him. <laughs> I never see him in you know baggy pants and like t-shirt. I, 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 I looked before, the part. No, so I did cool. <laughs> you go for the MC Hammer. I did go for the MC Hammer look. That's the only hip hop reference I had. That and Informer and Snow. <laughs> um, no, it was I. I enjoyed it, but I didn't enjoy it because at the time I, I had dance, I was having dance lessons with you guys, and I was also having um, singing lessons as well. Whoa. So I was doing them both to to try to. Kind of knock out myself. a few bars. Huh? Knock out a few bars now. I did at the start. I just didn't do it very well. <clears throat> the the issue I had with with the dancing, and this is a, and this is a very serious issue. Not a serious issue. Sorry. You shit at it. I'm shit at <laughs> it. One, I am shit. I, my body doesn't move in the way. I, I feel it, you there. It, 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 yeah. You know, it is an amazing thing, and you look at these, and sometimes you watch it on TV, and you see these guys. Oh, there's nothing. But actually, when you go and do it. I can't remember the, the guy that was teaching me. He was just unbelievable. And he was doing all these moves. And he goes, right, go. And I'm like, what oh the did you just do? <laughs> I can't even move my arm up and down how he moved it Careful. up and down. But also the issue I had at that time was because I was in a bad place in my head, all the mirrors in front of you are there. And so when you hate yourself and you hate the look of yourself and you hate how you feel, staring at a mirror is <laughs> not the best thing in the world to be doing. But also staring at a mirror. I didn't like her. <laughs> when you was wearing your ballerina skirt. No. <laughs> but the other problem was, is because I was crap at dancing at the start, which I still am. Could you it, stop doing that with your arm, please? <laughs> Susan, all right. We're going back to the ketchup yeah. bottle, aren't we? Yeah. It was really difficult. And I found, I honestly, it was one of the hardest things I ever did because I personally hated myself. And so when you, like I said, you're looking at yourself and you're hating yourself. You can't dance. You're seeing this amazing guy doing some amazing skills. And it's kind of, it really put me in a, in a box. I'm pleased I did it because it was, a, it was a huge challenge, which I didn't complete, which I, I should complete, really. And maybe we'll do it for the next live show. But that's how... You say we. Well... Don't believe him. Actually, he did so good. For the first class, oh my God. It was tough. You already have dance in your heart, Please Jay. tell me you have video. <laughs> Come on. Please, Please tell me you have video. There was no video to it. There was no video to it. You maybe so good for the first class, and I'm like... Wow, you can do so many things. Well, uh, you, you know, never I know. No, and I think yeah. it, I, I think that if I would go back and train again now, I'd be more confident because I think I'm I'm less. I, I, Jokes I, aside, I can see you doing this. What hippity hop? Yeah, I, I can see you being half decent at it. Really? Yeah, really. I, I generally maybe can. when I was young, I had some moves on the old dance floor. That's there you for go. Sure. You see. Do you know what I mean? Big box, little box, turn it around, pass it, and that sort of stuff. Uh, who didn't? And with this tash I've got at the moment, oh mate, you, mate, isn't it? And the hair. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're you're ready for it. Um, going back to summertime. Summer now you spring yet? Yeah? Well, 
you've you've still got the studio and you're still doing dancing and you know and, and events. You're still doing a bit of modelling down on Catch every now and again. Actually, no. At at studio, um, a lot of people is taking care of it. I I pull myself a little bit away from studio because I have other um, the new thing that I want to do. Well, th- what is the new thing that you're doing apart from learning Bar how to make cocktails? Huh? Bar and lounge. Bar and lounge. So tell us, how did that come about? Um, I needed a drink. Actually, <laughs> someone um, likes a drink. I can see. <laughs> it actually just this idea just happened during COVID. Uh huh. Because before that, before the COVID, I was gonna open another company with my close friend in Bangkok. It's a um, performing agency. So we plan to have like event like back and forth and have like some talent from Bangkok to Phuket and then Phuket to Bangkok, something like that. And then when we have all the plan out, just ready, take picture, everything already, then COVID come, boom. And I'm like sitting with myself and I just think, okay, now what's next? What's the next thing that I like the most? Is drinking. (laughs) (laughs) I love summer so much. Honestly, I've been out of a, I've had one drinking session with her. I she destroyed me. She that absolutely me. destroyed me. So you like drinking? So you thought you'd open a bar? She's yes. she's had that, and I'm feeling hungover. Actually, I like I like the taste. I like to taste something. I love food. I love different tastes, and uh, I enjoy drinking because I just you know you feel good when you drink, and then all the time when I work like back in Bangkok. I used to go out um, because I was a freelance dancer and how to get work is bring yourself out to the, to the people and talk to them. So I go out at night, like drink something, talk, and then I always get work all the time. This is I do all the time and I have good feeling with drinking. And also, <laughs> <laughs> yes, also I said yeah. every alcoholic ever. <laughs> <laughs> so you open Somerset? Yes, Kat. And the name obviously comes from Actually, summer. Actually, yeah, my, 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 my friend idea. Somerset is my friend's idea. Okay. But I love it. But I, what was the idea? What was the concept behind Somerset? Actually, I, I love sunset. So I like to have, I like to bring sunset to somewhere, even though like I'm not near the beach or something. So that's why Somerset it is all about like good vibe, good feeling, chill music, um, sunset colors. Yeah. Well, uh, there's a reason why orange comes in. Might actually <laughs> be one of her favorite drinks. Right. Okay. <laughs> and it's not Campari. <laughs> it's red. Uh, is it red? I got to say Campari was red. I guess it is red. Yeah. Do people still drink Campari? Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought yes. it was such a 90s drink. Because Campari can mix uh, to be a Negroni. Negroni. Well, that's where we're going with it. I've never heard of it. And I've got to be careful how I say this word. <laughs> a Negroni? Yes. Okay. That's what I'm saying. That's a passion of yours. Yes. What is it? Um, Fucking horrible, if you ask me. It just, it just, I, I fall in love with everything. Like, if with Vine Lounge, because I love music. I love um, talking, I love to drink, I love, um, you know, performing, I like good vibe, I like entertainment. So that's all about Somerset, China. Okay. And where is Somerset? I know, but... 
for everyone else that's listening that doesn't know where Somerset is. I can't, I don't know the name of the place. It's, uh, it's near Sawai restaurant, isn't it? Banwana, right? Yes, Wana Park. Wana Park. Yeah, yes. but no one knows Wana Park. So if you said to someone, hey, go to Wana Park, they'll be where? Like, oh, where Somerset is? Yeah, that's the yeah, place. Exactly. <laughs> or where, is it Sawai or Sawai? Sawai. Sawai restaurant. I think Sawai people restaurant. will know that one, yeah? Or Mary's M2 thingies there. That's on the roadside. Just on the, yeah, on the corner, yeah. So that's where the... And or my old house. Or your old house, <laughs> where we used to do bark cars back <laughs> in the day. The location is called Manica. Yes, yeah, Bamanek. Manic. Okay. All right, you two. Half, halfway then. between Heron's Monument and Chang Yeah. Or you can just go to the description of the podcast and I'll put a location indicator there. There it's you go. much more fun to listen to us sort of point and shoot and hope for the best. You mentioned earlier you have chilled music there. I can't believe that it's that chilled at your bar. <laughs> well, uh, different uh, different music. Like we, we play soul, house, lounge, hip-hop, R&B, um, funky, disco. We, we play everything. And you open every night? Yes, every night. Yeah. From what time till... Oh, well, we, we shouldn't really say that just in case. <laughs> uh, now, now? now we open yeah. 8 to late. Yeah. Till late. Summer's a late owl. Trust me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. Um, what's the plans for the future of Somerset? Or is you're just going to have the one and that's it? Or are you thinking about doing more dancing or more Somersetting? Well, dancing is always in my always in my heart, and um, now that studio is in good hand as well. Like a lot of people, are, so it's successful for me already. But Somerset. Actually, I want Somerset to be a brand of everything that I like. In the future, now I, I go to online a lot as well. You you can see me live or whatever. Well, that's it. So what are the live videos? What What's the uh, the idea behind those? I, um, I have an idea that, you know, people always think that drinking is bad for health. Drinking is so bad and especially Thai, if you tell your parents that you go out for drinking, they'll be worried about you. But to me, drinking never been, you know, harm because actually drinking gives you some happiness and you can take that happiness to be your energy to work or do a lot See, of things See, I more. said this about heroin, Russell, and you... I poo-pooed it, did I? And Same also thing. now everything that I have online, like content, our contents, our life, our everything is always like we always give some tips that are uh, the How way to, to be healthy. <laughs> How drinking can help. Yes, the, no, like, the way to be healthy and also drinking, but healthy as well. Yeah, unless right. you're a taxi driver <laughs> or, an, or a pilot of or any sort. Probably not the best idea to get <laughs> drunk. But you're, do you do your live videos? Once a week, or is it twice a week, or once a week, okay. every Tuesday. Every Tuesday night, we can catch you on Facebook. Yes. Looking all pretty with your new red hair. <laughs> Love it. You can drink with me, even though you don't come to Somerset. Well, you know, it's very difficult. I came to the opening, and you were pleased that I even turned up at the opening. I don't go out very often, but when Summer invited me to the opening, and I said, "What time is it? Six o'clock? Okay?" She was like, "No, mate, ain't gonna get going till midnight." <laughs> like, okay, fair enough. Midnight, <laughs> like bedtime. No, it is a cool place. I do like it, and it has got some cool features in it. And because someone knows an awful lot of hot dancer chicks, there's a lot of hot dancer chicks go there. And hunky men too. And the music's good. You've had some good DJs there as well. So it is a cool so place. So when are we going? Friday? What's well, tonight? It's, it's oh, Friday now. today. I need a babysitter. Um, Russell? What sort of things have you got on your bucket list? Oh, I had to explain to someone what a bucket list was. 
Yes. <laughs> I asked him like, what's the bucket list? Well, I um, to me now Somerset is my life. Mm -hmm. So my bucket list is only one is bring Somerset to the top. That's Fair it. Enough. That's it. That's cool man. It's pretty focused, pretty driven. I, like <laughs> it. I love it. I love you, Summer. <laughs> no, I, no, I really do. Summer is one of the most like I said, and I'm not just saying this because you're sat right in front of me and I say it all the time you really inspired me although I didn't complete the challenge that I set myself you really inspired me to go and do the live show and it's almost the inspiration but it is the inspiration behind the podcast so after two and a half years of doing this podcast it was inspired by Summer basically telling me that you know she wanted to go yeah it was just she was like that just get off your ass and do it you know stop talking about it and go and do it and I think that sometimes you need inspiration like that kick up the ass I did need to kick up the arse. And now that she said that I'm an awesome hip-hop dancer, I'm going to take Wait. that and I'm going to cut that bit out. Yeah. That. <laughs> that's my ringtone. That, that's my ringtone and soundbite for this. <laughs> um, Summer, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much for being on our little Thank podcast. Thank you so much. You are amazing. <laughs> absolutely amazing. We'll put all the links in the description. Go and learn to dance at South Times in Phuket Town and go and have a... Negroni. Go and have a Negroni. I'd probably, probably cut I mean, that bit out. I would cut that out if I were you. And <laughs> what did I say? Did I say it again? Is that really bad? Probably. Yes. Do I have to put an animal noise over that? I wasn't being racist, was I? Not as racist as I was last night. Anyway, stop that. I've really got to cut all that bit out, haven't I? Go to Somerset Bar and have a, Negro a great time. A great time and a ne Negroni. What, a, a, Negroni. Yeah, one, one of those them. ones. <laughs> or just have a Heineken for Christ's sake yeah. or a San Miguel light thank you Summer cheers thank Summer you, thanks Russell cheers buddy cheers bye bye, bye, -bye welcome to the outro hello mate I like your new haircut have you had yours cut? no it looks bad today thanks for noticing it's good having a night off without the kids I feel so much worse do you feel fully refreshed? no <laughs> no not at all Anyway, the listener doesn't need Fresh to know. Fresh as a bunch of daisies, The mate. listener doesn't have to know about our crazy weekend. Our rock and roll lifestyle of a Saturday night. <laughs> Both worried Living it up. Couldn't, couldn't stay up until 10 o'clock. <laughs> we were too tired. Anyway, that was, that's a whole other story. So it's Sunday. We recorded on Friday at Bake. The amazing Bake. Good coffee at Bake. And what a fun guest. Summer. Summertime. Yeah. She's awesome, huh? She was very cool. She was very cool. It's the first guest that's rocked up. With a beer and pink hair. Pink or red? It's I pink. It's fucking Hara. pink. Oh, well, she said it was red. Yeah, but she's colorblind. That's my daughter you're talking about, who's now asleep in the back of the car yeah. at the moment. Because <laughs> she was up late last night listening to the beautiful fireworks. Late, later than we were. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, bless her. Anyway, now that was, let's go back to not talking about our crazy lives. Um, that was Summer. So I've known Summer for a little while. I really like Summer, as you can probably tell. Female. It's a good start. Well, yeah, but she's gorgeous. She's lovely. And, um, but there are two sides to Summer, as I said, I think, in the podcast. You've got the hip-hop gangster side, and then you've got this beautiful kind of very polite, very respectful, kind of that Thai kind of, you know, respect side. And it's I, brilliant. I would also add in... There's a third side. A third it, side. She's like a triangle. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, which is, she's very... She doesn't come across like it at all, but she is actually... This will sound bad. Very switched on, but very driven no, and very focused. Really driven, really yeah. focused. Yeah. Knows what she wants and knows what makes her happy. And, and it's almost like it's almost like she's parked that. 
it's not front and center. It's not the bit you see. Like with a lot of people, what you see is, you know, what they're about and what they do, and, and that's their focus. With her, it's almost like it's a, this is, this is who I am and this is what I do. I know that and I'm solid with it. So I can now just present everything else, which is the, the fun, easygoing, super cool person that she is. Drinking, drinking I, know, I can't yeah. remember. Drinking <laughs> Negroni. Negri, I don't want to say it again because I've got to go and edit. It's Negroni. Negroni. Yeah. That's how you Negroni. Look, I apologize to anybody out there that felt that I was... To me, I'm sure we've said a lot worse on this podcast before. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, they just see, see our WhatsApp chat. Um, they really shouldn't. No, they really shouldn't. <laughs> no, I really like Summer. And like I said, she was a big inspiration for me to do the live show, which then kicked off this podcast. So, you know, there is a history with her yeah. getting a, um, going back. And again, just another really interesting, fun story. And I just I love the understated moment in it when... She was, yeah, I, you know, I like my dancing, and you know, I did a few competitions. Well, oh, you know, sort of like in, in your sort of in your city, or was it, or anything national? Oh, I just went to Vegas for a global competition. What? I know. <laughs> Ina did that the week before about. Oh yeah, I was nationals, you know, doing fin swimming. Yeah. What? People, I mean, what have you done, Russ? That's national. Yeah. Right. Or international. Yeah. Um, well, on a criminal level, or? Well, I got my. 10 meter swimming bags yeah, that's about like, as much as I did I got my bronze and silver Duke of Edinburgh <laughs> did you get those yeah uh, I, I think did, I did my bronze and I did my silver but yeah and then I realised what a geeky thing it was to go on to gold so I never did although I used to teach I, it but that's a whole other story I did the expedition for gold twice because the first time I blew my knee out hiking over the um, uh, the Lake District well, which was, make it sound a bit better I'll edit that in go on, hiking over Everest you blew your knee out, did you, Russ? I where, did. Where were you hiking? I was hiking just over Everest. <laughs> why would you do that? Yeah, exactly why Silly, would you? It? Um, but it, actually, the one bit I remember about the trip, it was very cool. Slight segue. Um, a massive segue. You know, well, sort of, yeah. Have you ever been to the Lake District? Yes. Cool. And it's I've beautiful up there. I've not been to there. Everest, though. I've not been to Everest, but I've been to the Lake District many times. Beautiful hikes. And they do a lot of the, um, the RAF do a lot of training there with the tornadoes, airplanes. Yeah, for, thank you. you. And the American military were in town and they were doing drills with, I think, like F-15s and the tornadoes. And we're walking along this ridge and you're watching the planes swooshing by beneath you. Beneath you? Beneath you, because they're in the valleys below, sort of zooming around. It was fucking mental. That's pretty nuts. It was actually very, very cool. Me hobbling along, trying to get off this ridge to the next camp, because I bugged my knee. Is your knee okay now? Knee's fine, thank you. Good. Anyway, that was summer. That was summertime. You want to learn how it was to, summertime. It as was well. summertime. I wish I'd. I was thinking about this when I was driving up here to do the outro with you, Russell, here at K Nine Point Academy, um, which I utilised yesterday. Which I should. We will talk about on the next podcast because I now yeah. have experience of utilising your luxury kennels. We're not calling them kennels; are the luxury resort, resort rooms. Anyway, the doggies liked it. Um, where was I going with this? Um, I, I wish I would have sung the summertime theme tune. Now I might do that. For the intro. Can we just edit the original then? Or is there a copyright no, issue with that? I think that? it's funny when, I, when <laughs> that's your bit now, Russ, and you just stared at me in bewilderment of didn't know what the hell like, was going he, on. It sounds like he's saying summertime. I have these Oh, in my head. I get it. Yeah. I just wish people could just see what's in my head. And no, 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 no. That's true. So people, anyway, always um, say, people always say to me, do you know, do you wish your dog could talk? I'm like, the amount of crazy shit they've seen me do? No. No, that's very true. When you're naked. Um, <laughs> on that note, Russell, thank you very much for your Cheers, time buddy. today. Thank you very much for Pleasure. Canine Point Academy looking after my step doggies, as I like to call them. Does that work out? Sort of. Ish? Ish, kind Sounds of. Sounds weird, yeah. though, doesn't it? It does, but it, like it, it, it works. Sounds like a with a Labrador. 
No, don't knock it till you try it. Robin there. On that. <laughs> on that. On that bestiality. That horrible note. On that bestiality note. Look forward to seeing you next week. Yeah, we've got a guest next week. Excellent. No, I said have we? Oh. <laughs> of course we do. Okay, good. I'll go and they just keep getting better and better we're, and we're, better. We've to you for ages, but the kids are in the car and it's probably not good for the environment. <laughs> Love you, Russ. Cheers, buddy. Bye. Bye. Follow us on Facebook at Jail Shark and Friends. On Twitter at Phuket Podcast. On Instagram at Phuket Podcast. But the best place to go is PhuketPodcast.com. The Jail Shark and Friends and Russell podcast was created and produced by Shark 13 Productions. If you are looking to start a podcast or would like to learn more about how a podcast can work alongside your current marketing plans, then contact us now at j at shark13productions.com.